Or did oh, you mean on route? Off piste. Off off piece. Off piste. <laughs> off piece, yeah. <laughs> Who which one of you idiots wrote that? Is uh, what, was that a social media post? Which is, which one do you think? Well I'm assuming it was him. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Well Did you genuinely well, not realise <laughs> that the phrase off piste was off piste and you thought it was off piece? Of I knew it was off piste. So why did you put off piece? Uh, you said the first person to shout out. You didn't say. <laughs> oh well, seeing as though we're on a tight schedule tonight because someone's been watching children's films, should we uh, do a podcast? Yay! Hello and welcome to a very special edition of Frook and Rap, the official podcast of Food Review UK. We're going to be looking at the secret menu tonight. We're going off piece. Things that you wouldn't expect to find on the table here at Frook and Wrapped. As I'm sure you all know that as well as being food lovers, it's uh, no secret that we're all pop culture nerds with interests ranging from comics, toys, computer games, film and TV shows. Over the last few weeks, years even, one topic has come up quite a lot as we all independently watched a group of fantastic, unbelievable, sometimes grotesque, often abhorrent characters playing out a story which took us down many twists and turns and often left us feeling emotionally exhausted. Anyway, enough about Man United season. We're here to talk about Whee! Game of Thrones. <laughs> First to join me this evening for a lovely moonlit walk through Highgarden is a man with the delicate grace of the Knight of Flowers, Loris Tyrell. The boyish good looks and charm of the aforementioned Soloris. He just wishes he still had the hair of Soloris too. It's Nathan Peterson. I genuinely didn't know which one of us was going to get compared then until the hair joke, which seems a little unfair and hypocritical. Do you think... Oh, cheers, mate. Do you think that I would say that Michael has got the delicate <laughs> grace of Soloris and the boyish mm. good looks of Soloris? There were some indicators there, I think. That, they, yeah. were, they were my best Game of Thrones compliments. Oh, I can't wait. Hopefully you followed my usual tactic, which is to play up the first person and then destroy the second person. I'm I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm not in. I'm nothing if not a follower of trends. So joining our Night's Watch tonight is a man with the combined genitals of Grey Worm, Varys and Theon Greyjoy. It's Michael (laughs) Jameson. Happy to penis service. Brilliant. Penis service. How are you, Michael? Uh, Yeah, well, very well. Ready to get gotty. Get gotty. Get got. Get got. Game of Thrones, isn't it? David got. David got. So we're not not talking about food tonight, then? A little bit. Oh, a little bit. Cool. A little bit. Mainly Game of Thrones. Mainly Game... Or as my son calls it, Game of the Thrones. Uh, mainly Game of the Thrones, a little bit about food. Um, I thought we would start off with a, with a suggestion from Nathan Peterson to get us into the swing of things. Nathan had the, had the idea that we should all come up with our own house mottos, the words of the houses of Jameson, Peterson and Bullock. I'll start you off, lads. I've got two options for you. So the words of House Bullock, the motto of House Bullock. My first My first attempt was, I thought... What am I famous for on the podcast? Winning Quivier, obviously. But the the manner in which I win Quivier. So I've gone for the the words of House Bullock are one more. 
once more. They are the words oh. of House Bullock. But then I thought, then I was feeling gangster. I decided to reword it, and I've changed it to plus one, cuss one, bus one. There you go. <laughs> so they are, they're the new words. Plus one, cuss one, bus one. The words, because I'm the, I'm the most gangster house of all the houses of Westeros. <laughs> Um, I mean, not not massively in fitting with the uh, with the world. I can't imagine, I can't imagine one of the lords, you know, just you know, shouting that in, in in one of the one of the castles, running into battle with his sword over his head. Plus one, plus one, plus one. Ruh, 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 ruh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I, I love I love both of those suggestions. Which, um, which which would you pick for me? I mean, sticking with Game of Thrones, I think the first one is definitely more more um, befitting of the world. However, love both. Oh, yeah, I, I genuinely prefer the first one. I think. Okay, pl- one, one, what, one, one more, one more, once more, one more, once one more, more. Is it? More. What about you, Michael Jameson? Yeah, you. Uh, which you one have, do I prefer? You have, you have, no, what's your house motto? Ah, for, for the, for the um, listeners, Michael is looking nervous because he hasn't actually adequately prepared for this <laughs> podcast because he's been watching children's films and eating Subway. I, I, I. It's very interesting, actually. I do remember. Uh, this suggestion and being asked this, uh, I thought that was great, uh, and I didn't didn't spare it a second thought until about three minutes ago. Um, but I've hastily hastily dashed a few words down. Um, I have to I have to apologise. It's a bit crass, um, but such is what happens when a man is is under pressure. Uh, this is the House of MJ. Words of I think is it. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> he came. He <laughs> ate. He never ate came. It's quite it's very apt, isn't it, really? I mean it's a lie because everyone knows that you <laughs> regularly <laughs> eat came. What is came? It's it's what you get after you uh well, the past tense. <laughs> what do you call it? You ejaculate in a campsite. Go on. Aim. Why is that? Why ain't it just come? Because it's past tense. I like no? yeah. Oh, that's clever. Oh. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That yeah, 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 yeah. 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 very good. Take, just, just make technically, think. Technically, about it. Once it's out, it is came, isn't it? Because like you, you've yeah. done it. So it is past tense. So, so we're we're all wrong, really. <laughs> oh, I'm glad we put the English language. Brilliant. <laughs> no worries. Follow that then, Peterson. Um, oh, I can't follow either of those, unfortunately. I racked my brains to find both something that I'm famous for on the channel or the podcast, and then to try and make something pithy and witty out of it. And unfortunately, I've struggled. Um, I decided to. Um, I think probably one of, if not the most famous thing I'm uh, famous for, the thing I'm <laughs> most famous for, yeah, get that right, uh, is passing out. Yeah. So I sort of yeah. went down that route. Uh, and unfortunately, I couldn't come up with anything original, so I've just stolen some of the words from, from Game of Thrones and essentially worked it around that. So either um, stealing the Greyjoy uh, motto, and which is uh, normally what is dead may never die, and going with... Uh, what has passed out, passed out, may never sleep, uh, or or alternatively, the uh, the House Lannister hear me snore, which I think is probably marginally <laughs> better. <laughs> which is also 
which is also an appeal to the two guys that were next to me when I was passed out and didn't even notice that I was uh, near death. So, well, was... you handled it so well, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But no, they're very good. I think they're both very, very good attempts. Very, very good attempts. Worthy second and third places in the competition of who's got the best words for their house. Oh, I, 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 I'm, I'm happy I made even third on that list, to be honest. <laughs> right, are you ready for a, uh, a spot of Game of Thrones quivia? Yeah, let me take my socks off first. <laughs> Obviously. I'm going to be good at this, I think, because I've got a great memory, especially when it comes to TV shows that haven't been on for, what, two years? Game of Thrones. Cool. <laughs> right. What I've Game done... of Bone? Oh, my call. What I've done for tonight's Quivia is I have written five questions that are based around Game of Thrones and food. Okay, wow. so this is food in Game of Thrones and food inspired by Game of Thrones. There are five questions, some of which are numerical, and it'll be the closest one. Um, others are a point for the correct answer, so you can both get a point for the answer. We're going to start with Michael Jameson. We'll give the answer first. Nathan, you will also answer this question. What pie filling is traditionally served at Westeros weddings? A particularly flamboyant example is cut by, cut by King Joffrey himself shortly before his wedding to Marjorie gets the better of him. Michael, what is that pie filling? Um, I'm, I'd like a point for being fairly close. Um, boar. Boar. What, is that wild boar or regular boar? Tamed boar? <laughs> roaming, roaming boar. Roaming boar. Free range boar. Roaming boar. Nathan Peterson. Oh, see, I think it might be. I, uh, I think it might be some sort of bird. Um, pigeon. pigeon. Yeah, I don't think it's pigeon. Um, I was going to say. I was going to say boar and pigeon. To be honest, uh, I'm going. I'm going to go with with uh, 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 pheasant. Pheasant. I'm I'll not... go with boar plus one. I'm not a that, pheasant plucker. That... I'm a pheasant plucker's son. Uh, okay, number two. We've got Omegang Brewery from Cooperstown, New York. I've got the license to brew official Game of Thrones-inspired beers. They brewed quite a few of them. Never had one because they're from America. Uh, just prior to the debut of Season 8, they released a beer called For the Throne, which is a strong golden ale fermented with Pinot Grigio and Viognier grape juices and finished Jeez. with a champagne yeast. It sounds bloody lovely. It sounds like a very grown-up beer. But what I want to know is, Nathan Peterson, what percentage do you reckon this beer is? Ooh. Out of interest, did Chumbawamba um, design that beer? Because that just feels like they've named every fucking drink. <laughs> I drink a Stone Golden Ale for Mate Pinot Grigio. <laughs> Vianne Grape Juice says, finish for champagne yeast. Um, just I for don't... all our listeners who are born uh, sort of 1990 onwards, uh, Chumbawamba is a sort of small animal. Uh, <laughs> uh, rumours have feathers. 
And I think they're very often found in northeast Africa. Uh, carry on. <laughs> What are you saying then, Nathan Peterson? Uh, what percentage? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Let's uh, let me go. tell. Let me let me tell you that we are in a we're in a a decimal place as decimal well. Decimal place. This. I knew you were going to say yeah. decimal place. I know it. I know it. Uh, I'm going to go eight point three. Okay, Nathan Peterson, eight point three ABV. So MJ, will it be eight point two or eight point four? The correct answer is 6.4, but obviously I'm going to go 8.2. 8.2. A bonus point for getting it correct. Sorry, you said 6.4. Okay, I will put that bonus point down for getting it correct, but still playing the game. Okay, next question. (laughs) This goes to Michael Jameson. Uh, The character of Hot Pie. Familiar yep. with the character of Hot Pie. Him and Arya were on the the King's Road North. You're annoyed because I said Arya, aren't you? And it's Arya. Arya's all right. uh, I've always... I've always struggled to say it. I have, but it's... now in my mind, I think if you if you remember, it is literally R as in yeah. R. Yeah. yeah, R. Yeah, it's actually a lot easier to say. No, no, I annoy yeah. yourself for saying Aria then. It's Aria. Yeah, Aria. Uh, and Aria yeah. is a song. Is it not area? Is it not Aria? <laughs> Lock Aria. down your aerial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aria, Aria stuck. Um, Hot pie and Aria on the way north. They decide to. They decide to to uh, split up he wants to stay and cook in the pub and yeah. he bakes her a loaf of bread in the shape of what michael jameson yes i remember this uh i think it's yeah do you know what this is actually one of the few episodes of game of friends that i remember i'm pretty sure uh is it not so i believe it's a wolf uh the house of stark wolf but um it comes out it, it comes out wrong or something, and she insults him. But yeah, I think it's Wolf. Maybe. Wolf, maybe. Wolf, maybe. Wolf. Wolf. Nathan Peterson. Uh, he's close. Um, in fact, it was actually he made a, a loaf of bread that was in the shape of Wolf from Gladiators. <laughs> so. <laughs> Amazing. Correct. Number four. Yeah. Which beverage? came in a limited edition can and I believe this was like ridiculously limited edition like 800 cans a limited edition can called a can has no name it was a plain white can which magically shows the names of Arya's kill list when chilled which beverage was released in that amazing sounding limited edition can so hang on so what so it's a beverage that normally goes by another name but they Rebranded it solely for a can no has no name. Correct. This is me, isn't it? First, mm-hmm. just uh, you are better at hosting quizzes than I am, Nathan. I mean, you don't take big gulps of beer halfway through questions <laughs> for a start, and you adequately tell people whose go it is to answer questions, things like that. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say, mate. It's, and you it's, plan- it's, not, it's not. It's nice having a night off, to be honest. Plan questions that people have got a half chance of knowing the answers to as well. So. Yeah, no, I like I, I like I like scrambling around without much of anything. Um, I'm gonna go with. See, it can't be something too big. I think we would have known about that. So I'm gonna go with something a bit weird and out there. I'm gonna go with Mountain, mountain Dew. Mountain Dew. Michael Jamison. Um, I've actually just been. 
thinking and sort of can't get my mind over the thighs. Uh, no, no. The thighs of Jet from Gladiator. <laughs> oh, um, Diane Udale. Oh, just tremendous woman. I believe she. Um, I believe she, um, she. There's there's a gym in Manchester somewhere where she runs classes. Is Jet from Gladiators? Of, of what Gladiators or still really <laughs> history? What type? Uh, no, um, she, she runs like um, I don't know spin what spin classes. I don't know what do people do when they exercise. I tell you what, I imagine there was a lot of cane that was expelled oh, due to jet back in the nineties. Very much so, I imagine so. <laughs> yeah, I I wasn't quite at that age yet, but I imagine. Uh, uh, right, I think it was Pepsi. Do you, do, do, <laughs> do, you, do you remember her as the games mistress? Stuart probably made me more likely. From Games Master. Yeah. Uh, I don't. Jet was on Games Master. No, I don't remember no. as the Games Mistress, but it's it's in my it, head somewhere. It wasn't. It wasn't on Games Master. There was a there was a, a games uh, program on Sky, and the the main presenter was oh, big 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 boy Barry or something like that, and uh, featured featured one of the early TV uh, debuts or the only debut of uh, David <laughs> Williams um, oh, wow. playing his best friend. Yeah. If if you search for the games mistress, that that just took her to another level. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> was it like an S and M themed yes. game? Uh, yes, I think. Uh, it no, was. no, no. She she was very much S and M. The whole show wasn't, but games mistress was very much, very oh, much Jesus, S- <laughs> very much S and M milfy. Uh, yeah. No, was this proper, uh... proper naughty? Maybe she was Who, yeah, is this like the Euro Trash crowd? Because I've found some pictures. Uh, Games World, that was it. It was called Games World, and there was an episode with a guy called Big Boy. I'm sure his name was Big Boy Barry, and his mate was David Williams. And it was like a comedy slash games program. Sounds it was all awful. a bit. Sounds awful. Charles, I was nothing, nothing funny about these images whatsoever. <laughs> Should we carry on with the quiz and stop um, perving at Yeah, what? Well, sorry, mate. I've given you the answer. Right. I don't know what more you want okay. from me. Question five. Weird American marshmallowy flumpy stuff peeps commissioned the artist Vivian D to create an 8.5 foot high dragon with a 7 foot wingspan made entirely out of peeps. That's 8.5 feet high with a 7 foot wingspan. How many peeps did they reportedly use? Oh, How high was it, sorry? 8.5 feet. 8.5 feet. So that's the size of an 8 foot for, for dragon. Yeah. Imagine a dragon 8.5 feet high with a 7 foot wingspan, roughly that size. Mm. And how many peeps were in the entire dragon? Yeah, there were. Oh, no, sorry. that's You need to tell me that. And it's pure peeps. There's nothing else in there. Right. It's a, it's a... Right. right. What's the What's the phrase that you use when someone asks you a question that you don't have the answer to, Nathan? Uh, I didn't do research on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's you first, Emily. It, it is, uh, yeah. Three, three thousand nine hundred and ninety. Three thousand nine hundred and ninety. Nathan Peterson. <laughs> For the listeners, Nathan is uh, extending his arms out like a dragon to just check the wingspan. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think. Like, now, now, I've never seen a peeps in the wild, so I don't know how big. They think. 
Just trying to think. What did you say? What did Michael say? Jameson say? 3,991. Michael said roaring ball, a roaming ball. Nathan said pheasant. There was then a conversation about birds where Michael proclaimed something about pigeons. Nathan said it's not pigeons. It was pigeons. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna fucking say boring pigeon. I promise you, I, I that must have been in my head somewhere because there's no way you just fucking ran and said. Doesn't matter if it's in your head. It needs to be on my paper. So. Oh yeah, it's fine. I'm wrong, but I, I, I know it. It's fine. I know I know it. Say that again slower so that I can edit it out and to put it in things. The words were, it's fine, I'm wrong. <laughs> it's fine, I'm wrong. There we go, Wait, thank you. you okay, me. Armagang Brewery <laughs> for the throne beer. Michael went for 8.2%, but he said he knew the answer was 6.4, and he was just one under in Nathan with his 8.3. It's a big boy's beer, lads. It's 9.5%. Which means Nathan gets one point. Michael, Do I get his bonus point for being better than him? Michael gets... You remember I said that I would give Michael the bonus point for getting it bang on? Well, mm-hmm. because he didn't get bang on, he's getting minus one. Oh, I see. Okay, and number three... The so st- I, nah. You're on minus one, Nathan's on one. Well, yeah. I'm the quiz master. Just yeah. like Diane Udell was the games mistress. <laughs> wearing, wearing, as you can attest, I'm wearing much the same outfit. Um, yeah, number three, sexier. <laughs> yeah. the loaf of bread was in the shape of a wolf from Ooh. Gladiators. No, <laughs> no, it was a, it was a wolf. It was a dialogue wolf. So Michael gets wow. the point. Nathan does not get the point for for his. I would say his 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 humorous answer, which if anything brings the kind of quiz into disrepute. You know, when you're not taking it seriously. It yeah, makes a mockery of it. You know, I don't do oh, this when it's your quiz. But... No. I feel like you have done this when it's been my quiz. No. Uh, well, no, what I do when it's your quiz is win. Um, number four, <laughs> the drink. It's insulting, really, almost worthy of. Can't wait for the next. Can't wait for the next quibby that Stuart's on. <laughs> it's subtracted points, I would imagine. <laughs> no. Yep. So, what subtracted points, Michael? Well, I just think I like. I agree with you. I think it's quite disrespectful to not take it seriously. <laughs> Number four, the drink. The can has no name. Uh, Michael said Pepsi. Nathan said Martin Dew. Correct. Correct. Martin Dew. Point for Nathan. Whee! Finally, you pulled out your ass as well, didn't you? What? <laughs> <laughs> not a can. The answer. <laughs> Oh, um, number of fleeps, peeps, flip, fleep, fleeps, peeps, the iron fleeps. <laughs> to make a big dragon was uh, the reason I put in the question. How many peeps did it reportedly use? Is the reported number is around five thousand, not around a round five thousand, which I seem as odd that it was five thousand. But Nathan is closest with his one more, once more three nine nine one, which means Nathan Peterson. Wins the quiz with three points to Michael Jameson's zero. And that concludes tonight's quiz. I don't know why we haven't enacted I... the both players write down the number at the same time rule yet. 
Why don't you? Why don't you um asking for a trial by combat? <laughs> oh yeah, that's it. Kill him. Kill him with the Game of Thrones references. Brilliant. <laughs> Stuart, can I? Can I just be a very um humble um winner and just say I think it's actually quite bad that you did the minus point on on MJ. So can you just reverse that and make it just a just a zero on that on that so that. <laughs> I just think it's unfair that he gets a minus for that. I think he should have a zero for that that one question. Are you um, are you questioning my authority as the? Question? No, 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 no. I'm not questioning you. You you choose. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that I I would feel much more comfortable if I beat him three one than than three zero. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds a lot like he is questioning your authority. Three <laughs> <laughs> one it is. Three one it is. Nathan Peterson. Yeah, right. Speaking... What, a, what a gracious winner you are. <laughs> Nate here. If you're like me and have a dangerous amount of disposable income that you can't be trusted with, why not head on over to patreon.com and give some of it to your favourite food review channel and podcast provider. And while you're there, why not give us some money? Whee! Nah, but seriously, patreon.com forward slash foodreviewuk. Help us get Gossie some new glasses or something. He looks ridiculous. Speaking of Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones references, I think we'll have a, a, a little chat now about Game of Thrones. It should have said this much, much earlier on. This will be a spoiler-filled podcast. Um, so far, we have not talked about anything Series Eight or or Series Eight, Series Eight or above. <coughs> we haven't talked about anything yeah. from Series Eight, so I don't feel particularly bad about any minor spoilers that may have come up so far. But we will be discussing um, Series Eight, including this week's penultimate episode as well. So what I thought we would do is we'd have a little bit of a general Game of Thrones chat. I want to know who are your favourite Game of Thrones characters. Michael. Bloody great question. Um, So I categorise... Unfortunately, I'm... um, don't really know what you call it. A bit of a shameful human being. Um, some of my... Sorry? He doesn't know the names. <laughs> yeah, I don't know the names. I like, I like Beardy, uh, woman, <laughs> woman Prostitute 3. Who's the little fella? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, sometimes I do uh, become quite keen on characters uh, just because of their physical appearance. Um, Sansa Stark is one of those, for sure. For really? Sure. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Um, so I like Sansa. Um, I also I think that she's a good actor. I just like Sophie Turner in general, to be honest. Um, so her. Um, I've always liked Tyrion. Um, he's always been somewhat of a voice of reason. Um, quite cunning, intelligent, and survival instinct. Uh, I like Jamie Lannister. I did... Uh, used to like his arc, uh, the arc arc of redemption, which uh, uh, is now a circle of non-redemption. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Well, I suppose we'll get on to what the fuck happened with this most recent episode. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, just liked his redemption, and I've, um, there, you know, these actors come along every so often in the TV world, and they are filled with so much charisma that you're so looking forward to them. Um, sort of making the jump to the big screen, and he's one of them. Nick Nikolai Costa Walder, Costa Walder, mm-hmm. isn't it, or something? Yeah, Walder. Yeah, he's one of these um, Dutch people that they have nowadays, isn't he? Mm. He's one of them. Yeah, like all those Swedes you get, like the Skarsgård clan. 
um, House Skarsgård. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to seeing him in more movies. Um, and Tormund, bit of a fan favourite, isn't he? Uh, yeah. I loved Egret. Uh, I do like I do like Jon Snow, um, but I guess those are my main main favourites. Egret and Jon Snow. Well, Egret, I like Egret. No, oh, no, 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 you bloody bastard. Mm. No interest wow. in Egret. No. I wow. couldn't make a joke about how Stuart didn't really put on much of a um, accent. <laughs> just oh, just talk normally. Yeah. Um, oh, love love Egret. Although, to be fair, as a book reader, I, I, I loved her from the books. And maybe that's what carried through more so than the show. Maybe she didn't have quite the same level of... Um, not charisma, but sort of presence, I guess. Yeah, I wondered when this would come up. What the old book snobs? Yeah, I've read the books. No. Yeah, well, I, I have. So oh, no, I mean, I, I read the books years before the TV show was even a thing. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a true fan, mate. Anyway, oh, carry on, carry on, carry on, carry on. Um, would you like me to go next year, or would you like to? Well, I'd like you to carry on with you. Is that it? You just like Igret? No, no, no! I was just, I was just sort of, I was retorting for uh, uh, MJ's thing. Um, she wouldn't be necessarily one of my favourites, although I did like her. But um, my favourites, yeah, Tyrion, easy. He's an easy in, and he, I, I, yeah. I would, I'd be disappointed in, in anybody that loved the show but said, oh, "I'm not really a fan of Tyrion." Like it'd be weird, yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, somebody who's who Stuart models himself after, pretty much, which is Tormund Giantsbane, cool. absolute. Next wow. level character is like, the big woman here. Best, yeah. best line in Game of Thrones is the big woman here. Brilliant. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a fucking just a don, and yeah. yeah, much better than should be. Obviously, um, in a similar vein, the Hound. Yeah. Uh, oh wow. It also in a similar vein, but slightly different is Bron. Obviously, just just lads, just yeah. proper lads out yeah. there, just lad lads of Thrones. Um, <laughs> Who else? Who else? Of the main lot, there's not that many. Like Jon Snow, he's 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 alright, isn't he? But I don't. I wouldn't ever go. Oh, he's my favourite. I wouldn't necessarily count him as one of those. Um, I am going to throw in mind characters that I I genuinely loved that that have gone. Joffrey and Ramsay, um, both utter utter shitbag cunts. However. However, in terms of just, I just enjoyed seeing their antics every week. Like they were just horrible people, but I miss them dearly. I feel the show lost a lot. Like Cersei, great little villain, but I've never really had a, a true like visceral emotional oh. hatred of her no. like yeah. I did for Joffrey and Ramsay. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. without jumping forward slightly to a bit of a, a last this week's episode spoiler. The the apparent demise of Cersei was not a satisfying conclusion like it was with Joffrey and ah. uh, and yeah. and Ramsay. With Cersei, you kind of you you felt yourself kind of gunning for, like just hoping that she was going to get out of it in some way because she may yeah. she I mean she's she's a despicable person but she she has some redeeming features. Whereas Joffrey and Ramsay don't, or didn't. <laughs> didn't. No, um, although Ramsay did have a lovely um, sausage gag yeah. back in series three, I think it was. Yeah. Um, so, so fair play to him for that. Yeah. Um, 
And also, I, I wouldn't necessarily call him a favourite, but I do want to have a little shout-out to uh, Euron Greyjoy. May he rest in, in pieces. I did enjoy his cheeky little banter um, and his arrogance. But, uh, yeah, see, weird that I've got quite an affinity with a lot of the uh, the villains and the, and the bad boys. Much like myself, I guess. Yeah. Like, I can identify with them. Yeah. How long was Euron in it for? Because, to me, he feels like a new character. Ish, what, season six? Back in the season six appeared, didn't he? Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but he's been—he's—he's he's not been in a lot of it. No. So he's been around maybe for a couple of seasons, but just not a huge part. He's sort of like he's here and then he's off sailing and then he yeah. drops back in. Yeah. What about you, Stuart? Um, obviously Tyrion. Although I feel that there was a, a chunk of time where Tyrion's—what made Tyrion's character great—just dipped off a little bit um, for for much of season eight, in particular. He's lost that kind of. Um, I drink and I know things, and he's become almost a bit of a kind of self-pitying, didn't really have his place anymore because of what's gone on with Danny. Um, but you've got to love Tyrion, he's a, he's a great character. I was a huge fan of Lord Varys. I, yes. thought, I thought Varys was and proved himself to be a good man who was mm-hmm. undoubtedly a politician... But in in the same way as Baelish was undoubtedly a politician, but was self-serving, Varys, yeah. Varys put and and proved proved with this week put the future of Westeros above the future of Varys, um, mm-hmm. yeah. and I genuinely thought that he was going to come out on top. I thought that I didn't think he was going to be on the throne because I think who sits on the throne is a. Has, I've been thinking it's a red herring for a while, but I I was thinking that what would inevitably happen would be Varys, a, a council of wise men would rule Westeros with perhaps Varys at the helm, Varys and Tyrion, maybe with um, wow your, your Geordie fella, what's he called, the Onion Knight, Sir, <laughs> Sir Davos. Davos. Oh, not Bronn then. Yeah, just oh, no, that would have been a great ending. Oh yeah. my god, that's what that was my uh, prediction prior to. Um, that was my prediction after the Battle of Winterfell. I thought I, I, go on. I thought that what we'd get is this inevitable, as it appears, this inevitable breakdown of the relationship between Danny and John. John triumphing, having no interest in being king, and putting this council of, of great men together um, with some kind of some kind of uh, part for Sansa to rule in the north, perhaps. Um, it's not going to happen, though, is it? Go on, Nathan. What were you going to say? I was going to say no. I had very similar thoughts on on Varys, and 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 to be honest, until obviously last season, um, Littlefinger, <laughs> I always thought the show would try and sort of prove that that the power um, would the ultimate power would actually lie behind the throne, yeah. which is what which is what Varys and Littlefinger were. That they yeah. were everything that's happened is because of Littlefinger. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, he's he's done so many little shitty things along the way that's just stoked the fires and yeah. and played it for his own for his own benefit. Yeah. And he he and Varys were always there. Yeah. And I just generally thought they they would almost like the almost like the very last scene would be some sort of um typical scene between them and them sort of not playing chess physically, but sort of just showing that they're still fucking with each other and you know but um sadly sadly both of them are gone now correct um, but uh, you know Varys was a great character all the all the big favorites obviously Tormund um just a a, a, mo- a moments of levity 
Tormund brought. Um, I Exactly the point about Tormund and Hound being very, I think, are opposite sides of the same coin. Whereas Hound was a man who was who did not have any inner happiness, but was a, a, f- a formidable warrior and a loyal man. Tormund was the opposite, a man whose heart was filled with joy, regardless of what was going on around him, um, and always always could light up a situation. I thought he was a brilliant character. I love Bronn. Um, I, I'm concerned that we've seen the last of Bronn, and that hasn't had a proper payoff, because uh, he went and made his... You know, made his deal with Tyrion and then left, and I think that's it. There won't be a proper payoff yeah, to it. Yeah, so weird. I mean, we'll we'll get to this in a moment when we talk about season eight and kind of the the some of the concerns that I think a lot of people have got. I, I, I must say that I am really enjoying it still, but there are some characters who are we will is are we going to get any kind of payoff for Yara Greyjoy? Is, or is is that it now? She's back on the Iron Islands. You know, who who knows? Doesn't seem to I be. Just can't imagine. There's too many characters to visit, to revisit. Um, too much yeah. to do. That we're not going to get. Well, unless we get some kind of Avengers Endgame style <laughs> scene with everyone there, you know, just reacting. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Um, Bron, Hound, Tormund, Jamie Lannister. I've been a big fan of Jamie since earlier on. You know, ev- when everyone says to me. But he shags his sister. I go, well, you can't, you can't judge him by what things are like in our country because if your sister was the fittest woman in the entire country, then really you've got to question whether it's okay or not. And <laughs> certainly at the, be- at the beginning of, G- of Game of Thrones, Cersei was a beautiful, beautiful woman. Absolutely beautiful. Lena Headey looked absolutely stunning in those first few seasons for me. Um, and then they shaved her head, covered her in poo and rang the bell, didn't they? And it ruined it a bit. But <laughs> I imagine that's when Michael really started fancying her, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm a season six fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that him... shit back on, yeah. yeah. That shame made him came. And I do, I do like, um, I do like Sir Davos. I, I think it might just be his lovely soft northeastern accent. Oh, my oh he's I do have no Tyrion. I do. I'm not much of a fighter myself, like Tyrion. You know, <laughs> if you think of all them great big battles, I was stood up on the thing, like God, just watching, and all that. Yeah, I'm not a killer, and all that. Tyrion, like, how are you? Um, I just once, if they could have Sadavos say how are um, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I do have Davos, John, John Snow. Davos, what should we do? I do have a John. Uh, it's going to say I've gone canny wrong, like, hasn't it? Like, I do have Yeah. Do you I've not been able to think straight since uh, Stannis burned his daughter. Like, it kind of burnt into my memory. Yeah, I like Davos. Yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, very, very forthright, very earnest, unassuming earnest. Yeah, lad. Again, again, someone who who would. Did you? Yeah, you already said yeah. Someone who would fit well on the uh, on the council if there yeah. were one. Yeah, his his heart's in the right place. I mean, I'll, uh, admittedly, he chose wrong at the start. He was on the wrong team. Um, but under, well, understandably so. Oh yeah, yeah. But he was on he was on the wrong team, um, and I think that that that's pretty much it. I think that if Ned Stark, I think I would have, I, I would have grown to to love more if he hadn't have been taken from us so stu- so soon. Because I'm a big Sean Bean mark, um, mm. always have been. But 
obviously we never got a right lot of character development, but Sean Bean in it, so he was good. Yeah, yeah I don't know how we didn't see it coming. Um, no interest whatsoever in Jon Snow. No interest. Not really. Uh, ruined it for me when uh, the Battle of Winterfell just completely, his head went, uh, he shouted at a dragon at one point, didn't he? He shouted at a yes, dragon. Yes, but, but have you seen the theory behind that? The shouting at the dragon? Yeah. No, go on. Uh, now, I don't know, I don't think they've actually come out and officially confirmed this, but somebody's been through the, the episode and having watched it myself can sort of maybe see where they're coming from and maybe see that it could be true. But just before he shouts at the dragon, you see him sort of pop his head up and then he goes back down. And uh, somebody on Reddit has suggested that when he popped his head up, he saw Arya running along sort of the rooftops towards the um, uh, towards the heart tree, towards Bran. And so he then realised that to give her... Because obviously the, the dragon was there protecting the entrance. And so he basically jumps up and essentially sacrifices himself, although he didn't in the end, but essentially sacrifices himself and, sh- himself and shouts, go, 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 to Aya to make her, like, to basically the dragon distracted so you can now get through and kill the Night King. Mm. It's a theory, and if you watch back that scene, it, you, it does sound and look like he's shouting, go, which would be a weird and mental thing for him to be shouting a, a, a zombie ice dragon. Um, <laughs> well, what would you shout at a zombie ice dragon, Nathan? I mean, what's, the, what's, um, the, what's the accepted convention? Oh, I don't, for... I don't think there's any precedent, is there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, there's no need to laugh. Probably, probably leave means leave or something along <laughs> some, something something pro Brexit, I would yeah. imagine. Yeah, very much so. Bloody Anyone... ice dragons coming over here, stealing our ability to live in peace. <laughs> Bashing down walls. Uh, uh, any other any other characters worth even honourable mention? Um, there's plenty, but I mean, in terms of absolute favourites, I think I think that's probably it. I mean, there's, I, I, I've enjoyed a, a lot of them from time to time. Like, I do enjoy Aya, but I wouldn't necessarily say that she's one of my favourites by any means. Did you enjoy um, the scene with her and Gendry? I, I, I wouldn't say I didn't enjoy it. Hmm. I had issues, I had concerns. Speaking of concerns, let's, should we talk about season eight? Yeah, fucking hell, let's do it. Um, <laughs> I have to, I'm gonna, I have to preface this by saying that I am very much enjoying season eight of Game of Thrones. Yes, but, I'm also enjoying it. But what is happening is I'm seeing more and more social media posts of people picking it apart. And what I'm putting this down to is hipster hatred. Everyone likes Game of Thrones now. It's the biggest thing that's currently going on kind of in the pop culture world. So hipster hatred is taking over and people are bashing mm. Game of Thrones. However, 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 I can see where some of the comments are coming from. And I have had a couple of concerns with season eight, how? What are your thoughts so far? I think that a, a lot of the concerns that people are raising are very valid. So there are things like um, there are things like Cersei's death. Uh, people have, I think, said the phrase "it didn't feel earned." 
Yeah, she's the she is the she was she was perhaps the main villain. She has been for several seasons, and for her to die under the rubble of a bit of crumbling building. Some people have said that symbolism, showing that she builds herself up and puts this uh, uh, false facade on, um, and then in the end she just died like a fucking peasant. Yeah. Um. So she got a dust just desserts that way. I think for the viewer, it's not a satisfying ending. You want to see the different kind of death. Um, now, what I would say conversely against that is that you don't want all uh, of of what fans wanted to happen and you don't want to take the obvious route for everything. I think it's important that that doesn't happen. Um, but I think that that they've sort of trodden on so many plot lines and they've arguably ruined a lot of arcs and taken it in not unexpected ways, but just unexpected ways that are actually specifically bad and that don't make sense or that just aren't satisfying. And I think there has to be a healthy balance that the writers need to put into it. So whilst I think that I'm still really rather enjoying it, I think there's been some brilliant uh, stuff. I think probably the last one was one of the best episodes ever. It felt very climactic. It felt like it felt to me a bit like the empire strikes back. Um, it had epic fights in some epic locations. They did fuck up some of it. Absolutely, they did. I don't think the Euron Jamie fight was particularly interesting. Uh, it was weird. And why the fuck was it on a secluded beach? Um, but then the Hound versus Mountain fight was incredibly oh, yes. epic. Um, and it was also an incredibly shot episode. Um, but I would, I would basically say that the writers are fucking, fucking it up. Um, not to a crazy degree. I just think it's a fairly weak ending for what has been a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've, I will also preface by saying that I am I am enjoying it. I am entertained by it. It's certainly by no means boring. Um, even re-watching this last episode, which was actually on probably my least favourite of the series so far, <clears throat> in many ways... Um, Rewatching it again uh, last night, I enjoyed it a lot more than I did when I watched it uh, um, first time around. So, but I agree with Michael. It, it, it's just it's getting sloppy, and there's just too many things that I think are um, uh, maybe not unforgivable, but just it. The show is just a completely different animal to what it was when it started. I do agree, Stuart. I do think I don't know if it's hipster hate, but I do I do think that there is an element of people. Maybe going a little bit over top, over the top with with the sort of hatred of it. Um, I mean, we we all must remember this is the final season of arguably the biggest show of all time, or certainly one, of the, certainly the best show on, or most loved show on TV right now. Um, and and many those of types us, of shows don't come along often. They don't. And for those of us, because obviously there's lots of people that got into the show, you know, two, three, four years after it had started and binged it and everything. But a lot of us, you know, were there first episode when it came out we've been watching this for eight years and so we would have built up an expectation of where it was going to be a yeah. personal preference or where we thought it was going to be whatever and so that it's always going to be very difficult for it to live up to the hype that we would have built within ourselves and and the media would have built up for us so there's always going to be a difficulty over um matching those expectations that said that said I think that the writing has just been off its game. Like Tyrion was one of the smartest, if not the smartest character in the entire show at the start. And now we've had a season and a half of him 
every single decision he's made has been dumb or at least perceived to be dumb. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm almost baffled that, that Daenerys hasn't killed him already because it feels like she's had half a dozen conversations with him about how stupid he is or how he's let her down. Or, you know, it seems weird that she's still got him as a, her hand, the amount of time she's had to talk to him. He then goes and makes a weird, like, let's Jamie loose. And the whole Jamie arc thing, which Michael sort of intimated but didn't really follow through. It's just it's just weird that we've had him. He was a despicable character enough. I mean, let's not forget that his introduction to us was pushing a child off a, off a window. With hindsight, while, though, with hindsight, though, if you could go back in time and oh, put, push Bran a little bit harder so he died rather than just was paralysed, <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. I'd I, I wait until he built a wheelchair and wheeled him up to the top and done it a second time. Um, Dark. He, but no, he, he was a very... Um, did the, unlovable, did, unlovable. Did the uh, tower have a disability ramp? Well, I would have built one just for this purpose. Wow. <laughs> um, would Bran have got suspicious because every time you turn around he'd be just like stood next to you like, uh, what are you I'm, doing? I'm, <laughs> I know what you're doing. I'm going to let you do it anyway. Um, yeah, so so you know he redeemed his character, and even up to even up to the episode, the, 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 not the one just gone, the one before. You know he he he, you know he's knighted Brienne. He's yeah. you know taken her virginity. He's done all these honourable things, oh, <laughs> yeah, all these honorable. good things. I have, least, concern, least, I have concerns about that, but we'll come to that in a moment. Um, or at least let's perceived heroic things then. Um, and then literally, like literally, he basically tells her he's fallen for her and he's going to shag her. And then by the end of the episode, he walks out on her. Yeah. It's just a really weird character arc. Mm. Um, and such, like, literally just slam the brakes on it. Um, and Daenerys, I mean, in this last episode, I've seen people argue it. I've seen, oh, but yeah, but she's the Mad Queen. She's, you know, she's she snapped. Right. So she's going to kill hundreds of innocent children, is she? Because someone else killed her dragons or whatever. Like, I don't see how she can be perceived to be this character for so long as being the breaker of chains, the the woman that will fight for those who can't fight for themselves and then literally flip and kill innocents. I think they've sown the seeds of this for a long time, though. It's been some. A lot of her decisions have been very classically psychopathic in that she sees the end result, but doesn't necessarily see issues with the way you get to that end result. She did it when she freed the slaves. Um, she's done it in various things where she's 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 seen that there was a better way of living. And that she would she would just remove whatever needed to be removed in order to get to what she thought was best, and it's complete psychopathic tendencies. Um, and in the past, she's had she's had good counsel. She's had Sajora, she's had Missandei, she's had Tyrion, and she's lost the good counsel of Missandei and Sajora, and she now no longer listens to Tyrion. <laughs> Twitter at Food Review UK, Facebook also at Food Review UK, and on Instagram 
at Fruit Gram. Check it out. The one thing that surprised me, uh, uh, surprised me, but I don't think is bad writing, was that Grey Worm literally is just ruthless. But I think that that's right. I think that, you know, where you've got... Um, your Geordie fella. I love it. to Davos. I always forget his name. You've got Davos and John standing there going, oh man, this has got out of hand. And Grey Worm's just like, let's kill everyone because they're quick. Because he is an absolute professional. He will just <laughs> do his job. And there's no, yeah. there's no good or bad in him. He's completely neutral. He just mm. does his job. Um, yeah. I don't... I, I, I disagree on that. I, th- I think... I think his decision making there was fueled by the fact oh. that Miss and Day had been killed. Oh, I don't, I I don't think that was. Yeah. I don't think that was him killing because his queen was killing. I think that was him. Yeah. His face was just rage ridden. Mm. Um, so he I think he would have had a rage boner. He he probably would have held off if she'd held he's, off. He's got one, but, hasn't he? He's not got dick, is he? I think he no, has. no, no, no. Uh, no, yes, he... No, I think he's the completely gone. The or none? Oh, this would have been a great game. Yeah. Uh, yeah fuck, I can't remember. So Theon, no, I think Theon had balls, just... but no penis. Varys... <laughs> yeah. Greyjoy had nothing. no balls, right? Because... I, were... I think he had nothing. I can't remember. I think he might have had a shaft. <laughs> Michael, can you Google did Grey Worm have a big worm does grey worm did he have a pink worm does grey worm have a personal worm (laughs) alright google alright google prediction top three (laughs) top three predictions of google uh, predicting does grey worm have balls yeah fine does grey worm have a willy (laughs) last one does grey worm have a wiener (laughs) <laughs> right. Does it see? Um, just read it now. I think he's fully uh, Kendall down there. Nothing. And do I you think, think Varys has got a penis then, or not? I think he. <sighs> no, I'm fairly certain he had a conversation now about how it was all taken. Right. Whereas Theon, I think, might just have balls. Yeah, I think. I, I, I... Yeah, I'm pretty certain that he just chopped the todge off with Theon. Which is weird. Imagine, imagine having your dick taken, but just still like leaving your balls down oh. there, like just these two pointless little sacks. <laughs> two sacks. You need to go see well. the doctor, mate. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. <laughs> I mean, this is taking longer yeah. than it should. Let's carry on with the podcast yeah, while Michael goes. I think Google. it's not not explicit, but possibly no balls or penis. <laughs> Not explicit. It was a romantic moment for him to, between him and my Sunday. If um, you're um, one of the listeners at home and you you think you can enlighten us, please comment below um, about whether you think he's got a ball. Would, would you prefer to have balls or, or or a penis in in the scenario? Which would you rather keep? Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Write to us now at PO Box uh, sixty nine. Um, nice. Right. I, I, I've got a couple of concerns around season eight. I've, I've, I've very much enjoyed it so far, like I said, but uh, I didn't like the Jamie and Brienne. I, 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 obviously, we were all we, we were all hoping for Tormund and Brienne, 
I, I'm glad that didn't happen because I think it would have spoiled it. We don't need a payoff to everything. No, nope. but I think it would have been much better if we'd have known if that this love between Jamie, Jamie and Brienne had been unconsummated at this kind of unspoken love and respect between the two of them that's mm-hmm. grown. Um, and essentially, when he knighted her, that was the act. That was the act. It did not need to then go on, uh, and and essentially put a uh, ruin kind of Jamie going back to his sister because it does make sense that when it all came down to it, actually Jamie Jamie and Cersei's love for each other is more important than anything else to them, and that's you know because their their children, all of these all of these incestuous children that they've had, were not because they were bored. It was because they. They just had this un- unbearable love for each other, and yeah. it's it's almost fitting that that they did come back together at the end. Um, so I was happy with that. I'm I'm unhappy that certainly it feels like like last night's episode for me could have been split over two episodes, and there could have just been more time given to things. You know, Jamie yeah. Jamie, Jamie and Euron's fight could have been a ten minute set piece. It could yeah, have been could a great, have been could have been a one. great ten minute set piece with loads of yeah. banter, loads of good stuff going on. We could have finished yeah. that. We could have finished the episode as they've all lined up outside. Uh, Danny torches the Iron Fleet and then bursts through the gates, and they run in, and then it cuts. And then the next episode, we see the invasion of King's Landing, and we have not yeah. seen yet Danny's complete heel turn. I thought that would have, mm. might, might have been better. Um, I, I am, yeah, I agree. Like, with characters that we're invested in, Tormund, we've seen the end of Tormund now. That's mm-hmm. it. We've seen the end of Tormund. We've seen the end of Bronn. They haven't had a payoff. They've just gone. And in a way, that's nice that some of these characters who weren't as dark, that weren't, that didn't necessarily have anything invested in a kind of vendetta or anything, can just go off and lead a life. Because we're, assu- I mean, we're assuming that Tormund's just gone back north and he's going to be fine. Bronn's going to go somewhere with all his gold and he's going to be fine. So, you know, fair enough, I suppose. But I just wanted that these were the characters I was invested in. I'm, I'm not invested in Yara Greyjoy. I'm ever since her brother fingered her when they were on a horse. It's, she's, not, <laughs> she's knocked me a little bit sick, but um, I'm not invested in her. Um, I, I just feel like it's been a bit rushed. It's. It, I've heard that apparently HBO just told the showrunners one more season, wrap it up. Which I don't really get why. But I've heard they were offered a I heard it was the opposite, they yeah. Took, yeah, they took one. Oh, really? Yeah, I heard That's the opposite. Heard. They, they, they said they could do it in one. They compromised on two of seven and six. So, wow. um, yeah, I mean... I don't, mind, I don't mind that some of these characters don't get a payoff. It's just a bit weird... That, in a way that they haven't, like Yara's, like with 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 Tormund, he got a goodbye scene of sorts. Yeah. Um, Sam got a goodbye scene of sorts, whereas Yara's didn't really. I mean, she obviously was like, she was like, "Oh, I'm going to go back to the Iron uh, the Iron Islands, and you know, I'll be there if Danny needs to fall back and blah 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 blah." And and that seems to be like that's going to be her goodbye. Okay, fine. It was a bit weird that that was it was that minimal. Don't get me wrong, she's not a big character by any means. She doesn't need a huge sending off but at the same time it just seems a little bit weird the Bron one seems weird because I don't feel like we needed him in this season at all no. I, think, yeah. I think if we hadn't seen him at all then it just seems weird that he had two scenes which was hey go kill Jamie and Tyrion 
And then he meets Jamie into her and he goes, okay, I'm not going to kill you if you give me something better. Okay, yeah, cool. Like, like it's such a weird reason yeah, to have so in this weird. season at, yeah. at all. Yeah. Um, a couple of things on the Jamie and Euron fight. I found it weird watching Jamie swing his sword around aimlessly like a guy who was clearly fighting with the wrong arm and could barely do anything. The guy survived fucking hundreds of zombies two weeks ago. Yeah. Like unstoppable killing machines, yet he managed to survive at that point. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to arguably the biggest disappointment of this season, which is the the Night King um, just yeah. being just being beaten at the first opportunity. Yeah. We've had we've had seven seven and a half seasons building up to, oh my god, how are we going how are we going to defeat the real threat to the to the throne to to humanity yeah. itself? Oh, it, dra- oh, they're weak to Dragonglass. Oh, they're weak to Valyrian steel. How many episodes were dedicated to those individual plot points? And then, and then, oh, we beat him by losing only half of half of the people that are at this one castle. Yeah, it's not, literally, there's thousands, millions of people that don't even know they existed, and it's just like, oh yeah, half of us just fended him off. He's fine, actually. Yeah. When he, yeah. So that was a bit disappointing, and, and so tied, weird as well. Yeah. And tied into that, the brand storyline just ultimately seems like it's just been an anticlimactic. What's the point of him? Like he's bait. It's built up to that he's been baked because he's basically Google. There was this online theory that, that Bran, Bran, the three-eyed raven, is the big bad, um, and that yeah. the Night King actually actually was was coming to get him because the Night King knew that Bran was the 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 bad, um, and it, it appears that that's not going to play out. I think we've seen the last of Bran, have we? I don't. I, I think we'll see him, but I don't think oh, he'll yeah. do anything of. He'll do anything of note, which will oh. be pretty much the same as he's done in the last fucking eight, yeah. seven seasons. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just these these big things that seem to we spent we've spent so much time on, and ultimately have ended up being pointless, worthless. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, and I don't mind them necessarily changing. Like I don't have any huge, I don't have any huge issues with Danny turning evil or mad, whatever you want to call it. I don't have any huge issues with Jamie ending up back with Cersei. But it's just how it's gone about. It's just been like literally like they've just slammed on the brakes and just gone, well, we've only got six episodes left, so we better do it now. Mm. Um, rather than actually doing what the rest of the show did, which was building things the correct way. Like yeah. actually with with with, <clears throat> with Danny, I think you're right, Stuart. I think there has been there has been a build. But the trouble is, her decisions in the past have all been relatively justified. Like when she has killed people um, when she has, you know, burnt them with the dragon, they have been, you know, enemies of her, or at least some, some you know, there's, there's been reasons why you could justify it. Right now, there's no reason to justify this in the slightest, and I don't see how she could even justify killing innocent people that had surrendered. No. So, yeah. um, that that's where I find the, 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 the her heel turn to use a wrestling, uh, wrestling euphemism a bit too 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 quick and too unearned. Yeah, um, but it, I mean, MJ said at the start of this of this season eight roundup, which was last night's episode, and and it, it, it was it was a joy to watch. Like it was some of the cinematography was fantastic. Like I oh, yeah. yeah. sort of some of her one shot 
running scenes through the um through the city as it's as it's crumbling was was fantastic like genuinely the vision of her where she's literally just caked in dust and blood and um i thought she was going to die i genuinely thought she was going to die during that and i thought there was a poetic justice that she's built herself up to be no one yeah. Um, and that she was going to die as a no one, yeah. especially as she's literally had turned down earlier in the episode the chance of being a lady, and she's like, "That's not who I am." So I thought there would have been some poetic justice if she doesn't. Oh, we're going to come on to predictions for the last episode, right? Yeah. Or it, we'll yeah, do that now. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Let's go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, if she doesn't kill Danny, I really don't see any point that she went to King's Landing. Because basically they travelled. People forget about this show that Winterfell and King's Landing are almost the opposite ends of a continent. And so she's travelled days, weeks, whatever it's taken to get to King's Landing. Yeah. Only to get to the to the door, doorstep of the woman she's been wanting to kill for years. And the mountain, uh, the hound goes, no, don't come in here. Otherwise, it'll, you know, you'll, you'll be haunted forever or you die. And she's like, oh, yeah, you're probably right. I'll go home. Uh, it just like it seems pointless that she went all that way and was convinced to not stay by by one mini speech that the hound probably could have and should have had with her days before. So I feel like her whole reason for the story for her being in King's Landing is so that she saw the devastation that Danny um, Daenerys did to the city and therefore she'll have motivation to kill Daenerys. Otherwise, if she doesn't kill her, I genuinely have no un idea why she why she why the, the, the story writers decided to put her in king's landing yeah i basically agree with you entirely on that um in terms of a throne i've no idea is there is there even an iron throne anymore well there's probably not but a throne of a, a metaphorical throne then a, a ruler of of I, I just don't know who who it who it could be john just seems far too convenient Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they just all end up killing each other. Yeah, maybe they just dies. Everyone dies, and and then and then Gendry comes in and saves the day, and he's he's the rightful king or something. I don't fucking know. Or it, everyone dies, and then it goes to black, and we see a, a streak of light across the middle, which grows wider, and then we hear a northern voice go, "Bloody hell!" How long have I been asleep for? And, uh, and then Catelyn, Catelyn goes, Oh, Ned, you've been asleep for ages. And he opens his eyes and he goes, Has Robert arrived from King's Landing yet? And we see the first episode, and it's all been Ned's dream. Oh. I'd fucking love that. <laughs> or Columbo, Columbo. We pan, we pan out to Columbo. And he's been reading the book of Game of Thrones to a bedbound Fred Savage. That would be great, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't know now. Like things things that I predicted a few episodes ago have have started playing out. In that, I think we're going to see obviously John, the forces of John versus the forces of Daenerys in some yeah. way, whether that be armies yeah. or whether it be individuals. Um, but my obviously, I've said my original prediction was that that John would triumph and would put put someone in in place. Perhaps, perhaps now that King's Landing has has fallen, the the throne of Westeros is no longer in King's Landing, and actually the <laughs> throne of Westeros falls to Winterfell and the Lady yep. of Winterfell. Perhaps, and Sansa having, I don't know. 
I, 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 genuinely, I don't know what's going to happen with the throne. Um, I, I conceivably Danny could win. Status quo is resumed. Mad Targaryens are back on the throne, and we've had twenty years of, or however long it's been since uh, since the Mad King was on the throne, and but everything goes back to normal. Uh, anything could it's, happen. I'm lo- so looking forward to the cool. next episode. It's um, yeah, it's a weird one because this this show and, and and the books have been very much all about. Look, the good guys don't always win. Like yeah. I don't think there's many people that when they first watched this show would have seen you know Ned. You know, who would have easily been perceived as being the hero of this story, yeah. dying at the end of at the end of the first. Even then, you go back and go, "Oh, well, Rob's now the hero." Oh, clearly, he dies at the yeah. end of season yeah. three. So this 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 show and the books have always been: look, just because you're a good man doesn't mean you will you will win. So there's there is part of me that goes, "Look, Danny's gone mental," and clearly, everyone who was like, "Oh, I think Daenerys will end up on the throne because she's so bloody lovely." Now will not want that. No, no one will want her to be queen. No. But does that mean she won't be? It's hard to say. I mean, she's got a fucking dragon, yeah. um, and and all of all of the weapons, all of the weapons that could be used against it have been basically destroyed. So how how does John and his side beat a dragon? Very fucking difficult. Um, yeah. Unless unless that's where Bran's going to come in because he can he can walk and he was told he can fly. Maybe that's that that's going to be the end of his story, which will be semi. Um, it won't be particularly satisfactory because it just seems a little bit convenient that right at the very end, that's what he does when he's not really shown. That's not what his character's been about. It's just a bit like, oh well, we'll finally pull out one of his superpowers just because this 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 is the last episode and we need to wrap it up. Um, John feels too convenient. Maybe he'll defer it to someone like Tyrion. If Tyrion survives, which I don't think he will, I think Danny's going to kill Tyrion. I think he's, yeah. I think he's yeah. gone. Yeah. Um, Sansa ended up on the throne. I do quite like Sansa. I think, I think her arc has come, come around pretty well. But she's been a bit of a cunt this season, isn't she? She's been a bit of a dickhead. So I don't know if I'd be particularly infused by her being on the throne. Um, don't know really. I joked about it, but. Technically, like Gendry could be the king because ultimately he he was Bobby Baratheon's yeah, now his now legitimate son. Well, we're still uh, having said that. It's past, I suppose it's passed to Lannister, hasn't it? Which is the issue. Um... Well, I had this conversation on on the binge group earlier, and and who is the rightful? Like, ignore what's happening in this episode. Yeah, had Cersei yeah. died, but no natural causes. The next, because um, I sort of suggested maybe it was Tyrion because it, he would have been the next Lannister because she doesn't have any kids. Yeah. But then they said, well, no, Lannister isn't the royal family. It's it's all about the Baratheons, and it doesn't work that way. So I don't I don't know. I genuinely don't though? know. So I don't know. Mm. This is the thing. I don't I don't think I said out. So we'll find out. We'll find out on Monday. Yeah. Um, but I could equally see your your theory panning out, Stuart, that it, that it isn't a ruler. It is a council of yeah. sorts, a, a political council. Um, but who who would that be now? Now that Varys is gone, Tyrion, mm-hmm. Davos, John, Sam, who? John, yeah. Sam. Um, Sam, yeah. Sam would be a good call to be part of that. Uh, yeah, 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 I maybe. Pred- predictions have kind of all gone out of the window because last night's episode was just so mad. 
Like, mm. it's just so absolutely crazy that I'm not. I can't predict where it's going to go. I still think I'm. I am clinging to my prediction of some kind of council, but it. Um, I will say this: as 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 much issues as I had this season. I mean that that was. I didn't. I didn't see Arya killing the Night King. I didn't see. Um, I didn't see Danny turning that mental. Like I, oh. I could see her like literally burning up the Red Keep, but the entire like peasantry seemed a little bit strong. Um, so yeah, I will say they've got some balls this season. They've done some things that I didn't necessarily expect them to. But yeah. Uh, yeah. so this final episode could be absolutely anything. Um, and just to play into the Arya kills Danny thing, I did Google, and apparently Daenerys does have green eyes. And obviously that plays back into Melisandre's word to her about you'll close many eyes, brown, blue, and green eyes. Yeah. So she's she's so it, it. I'd be surprised if she doesn't end up killing her. Did we get a close? I'm sure. Did we get a close up of Danny's eyes at some point last night? Uh, maybe I don't know. We might have did a bit of foreshadowing there. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. Are you kills Danny? Um, and she said in the last episode. They said, "What are you? Where are you going?" And she said, "I'm going to kill the queen." Yeah, which is very ambiguous because obviously she didn't say Cersei; she said the queen. And now, technically, da- Daenerys is the queen. I, I, I would assume that's how it's going to start off. Oh, correct. Out. I mean, if they so, don't, if they don't do that, it's it's the, the about the only kind of foreshadowing that they've done this season, really. Yeah, everything's just been sidestepping. Yeah, uh, yeah, she needs to kill Danny. Yeah, that I hope so. Must happen. Tell you what else must happen. Social media, Michael. It must happen. Yeah. Social media. We've got a little bit of Facebook and we've got a little bit of Instagram this t- this time around. Oh, nice. What are the ratios? Uh, oh, heavily weighted towards Instagram. I forgot. There's no one jingle now for that, isn't there as well? That'll need to go in. Yeah. yeah. Do it now. What was that? Um, that thing, that's not how the jingle goes, Michael. Yeah, I've not learned it off by heart yet. Yeah, uh, yeah. Are we still not getting responses on Club Penguin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, I leave those uh, uh, responses to my personal time. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! Yeah, it's very dark. Uh, probably, probably, yeah. Um, Eric King, what do dragons eat? Whatever they want. Hey, not, not a question. Disregarded. Yeah. Logan James has corrected us. A game of scones. But someone said that doesn't work because it's only if you say scones. Yeah. Yeah, scone is in gone. Yeah. That was Ola Basayo Igbekele. First comment. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could also go with Game of Thrones. Um, a game is in bird. Oh, um, yeah. You could also go um, Game of. Yeah, that's it. I think. Um, cat- <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, 
Only if you're common. Luke Stevens has suggested it's only that pronunciation if you're common. What, scone? Yeah. Uh, or or scone. I can't, scone. I'm not, Scones. I can't tell what he's saying it about. Scone or scone. Probably the context of trying to sort of talk about pronunciation with typed words, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Stuart has said off-piste, which is correct. correcting me. Yeah. Um, over on Instagram, Olishplinski says, Olish. oh, so this is brilliant. This needs to be a regular ting, fellas. Get them wacky topics out and about. I've never watched Game of Thrones, but <laughs> it's like The Walking Dead with dragons, I think. Mm. Who's your favourite Walking Dead character? Bet MJ's is T-Dog. Um, Olishplinski... <laughs> that's a deep pull. Olish Polinski, if you do not know that I've made a comedy video... Uh, basically, if uh, what will you search for? I think you need to search for like where is the T Dog action figure. Basically, um, I do this whole. It's a very funny video. Uh, so I go through like the announcements of all the Walking Dead waves of figures. Uh, it's actually really funny. It's one of my favourite comedy videos I've done, probably. Um, Wallace Plinsky has also corrected me, saying it's it's off piece, not off piece. Correct. Uh, to answer Ollie, Ollie's um, question, my favourite Game of Thrones character is Father Gabriel because he's gone from being an absolute waste of space coward to having a great character arc to becoming um, blind in one eye and then getting off with Rosita. In in the zombie apocalypse, he's, he's scored the ultimate win, hasn't he? He's got yeah, the best looking girl in the zombie apocalypse. So that is the Jamie is the Jamie Lannister of the Walking Dead. Yeah, mm. and he doesn't have to shag his sister to do it. So. <laughs> really, uh, he just Plinsky did that. He's also did that for pleasure. Didn't have, didn't have to do it. Olish <laughs> <laughs> Plinsky's also said you're definitely doing a secret menu for the office in the future. Sounds Ooh. like a challenge to me. Correct. Yeah, I hadn't even thought of that, but that is. Hopefully we do it without a gossip because that would really, oh. really upset him. Imagine. Imagine what it would be. Let us know top, what topics you would like to see for a secret menu, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't be all too often, will they? But we'll, we'll throw them out. No. We'll throw them out. Uh, Rhys Peru says, who wins in the highly anticipated, highly inevitable battle against the mighty Mountain Dew and the Hungry Hound? Tried to get some food qu- quirks in. Wasn't easy. Uh, well, it's been decided now. Hasn't I reckon it? it'll be a draw. Yeah, I, I reckon. reckon. Yeah, yeah, draw. Uh, lovely. Yeah. Uh, is someone falling out? Is someone falling out? That, uh, that was an incredible noise outside your window, Michael, of some kind of traffic accident. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And then I looked outside and I thought I saw someone falling over. Uh, it turns out it's just a dog, but I, there's a dog and two humans. But it's too dark to see exactly what they're doing. Two humans. <laughs> they're two humans. <laughs> They're just standing there. A canine and a Homo sapien. Slightly creepy. I don't really want to look. Um, Luke C ninety nine. Am I the only person never to have viewed a single episode of GOT? Yep. Gotier. Bong lungs. Bongers. Yo, Luke G. I ain't seen it too. Rather watch Gotham and hit a bong. <laughs> Maybe it does make the show bearable. To be fair, uh, Scotty <laughs> seven eight seven. I've never watched one. Brilliant. Um, 
Cool. Another comment from uh, Bong Lungs here. Bong Lungers. I forgot, I forgot bong, what we bong, said. Bong Lungers. <laughs> Forget about Game of Thrones. I prefer an ounce of homegrown and play Game of Cones and see who can stuff the raw cone with piss. Wink. <laughs> uh, another one here from Bong Lungs. Bongers. Stiffers. <laughs> What other TV shows do you enjoy? And don't say Love Island. I know Nate loves Snoop Dogg TV and that good stuff. <laughs> He's so on brand, isn't he? He just, he just, it's, it's, it's never quitting time for him. Um, other favourite TV shows? Uh, the last week tonight with John Oliver. Yep, same. Uh, Taskmaster. What else is there that gets me going? Babe you know Station. As as for <laughs> Babe Station. Um as for yeah, as for current shows, I can't think there's too many that, that oh Black Mirror. Absolutely. Uh, that's about that's probably my top three that that's currently on. Yeah. I'm still watching The Walking Dead. Um looking forward to uh Stranger Things coming back. Yeah. Also enjoy um, the Glow show on Netflix. Um, Still yeah, have to get on that. that. I, 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 watch well, a, I might start that next. I watch a lot of wrestling, so um, I enjoy television programs that feature wrestling. For yeah. example, NXT, NXT UK, Ring of yeah. Honor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're television programs I enjoy. I'm a little bit disappointed with Glow that um, Alison Brie spends some of it naked and it's not peak Alison Brie. Mm. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's still better than none. Yeah. But it's yeah. not... It's not... It's not... It's not communi- Annie. It's not Annie. It's not Annie, it's not Annie in, a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a Santa. We don't sexualise Annie. Oh, we do. <laughs> I very... I, I think you'll find I very much do. Interesting. Um, I've just finished Dead to Me, which was phenomenal. I'd highly recommend it. It's on. It's on the lips. On the flip. What's that about? What's that? What's that about? Uh, it's. A, I don't want to give anything away. All right, don't then. Carry on. Yep. It's about people. It's about humans. <laughs> and a dog. No, it's about <laughs> two two women played by Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini, who become friends after meeting at grief counselling. Right. Um, hilarity ensues. It is a tremendous show. Christina really Candlegate and Linda Appletini. That's the one. <gasps> yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, right. Uh, Sweaty Thumbsticks said, "Dragons it. live a sad existence where all their food is cooked. Do you guys prefer hot or cold food?" And are there any cold foods that can't be improved by cooking them, excluding any that would melt? Great question. Oh, yeah. Are there uh, any cold foods that can't be improved by cooking them? Sushi. Yeah. Great answer. Yeah. Hot. Uh, su- I mean, not that I like not that I like cold sushi, but but hot sushi seems seems like a weird thing. Yeah, um, cu- cucumber. Cucumber you don't cook. No. I can't think of any circumstances where you cook cucumber. Whereas pretty much no. every other fruit or vegetable can. For example, peppers. Peppers are nice, cold. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, but cooked peppers are great and better. Same with onions, I, I suggest. So lettuce? You wouldn't cook lettuce, would you? You're right. You would not cook lettuce. You'd be a madman to do that. Avocado. <laughs> Avocado. I see it. I do see it. I see lettuce cooked, like grilled and like browned and all this. I want to try it, but it sounds weird. Oh, like that. Get some little gem or something and just whack it on a griddle and get some lime yeah. on it and that. I've, yeah, I've seen that, yeah, haven't I? Yeah. But has it improved? I don't know whether it improve it or just makes right. it look a bit fancier. Yeah, yeah, radishes. You wouldn't cook a radish either. I wouldn't eat a fucking radish. Yogurt. Dirty little things. Yogurt. Uh, oh, ooh. yogurt. Oh God! <laughs> oh, hot yo- Hang on, let me check that. www.hotyogurt.com. I'm having that if that's not. Oh, guys! Is it? Does it exist? Well, welcome to our complete guide to hot yogurt. Over the coming months, we'll be adding lots of hot yogurt recipes and hot yogurt guides to oh, our website. Oh. How many how many hot yogurt guides could there be? Not enough. We plan on becoming the largest and most complete hot yogurt <laughs> website on the internet. <laughs> this is all completely true. Jesus, this is new. All images and text are copyright 2019 to hot yogurt.com. Hot is our speciality. <laughs> I can't believe you. Yeah, I've got to be pulling all your legs. You're not, are you? There's no way this could be true. Hot yogurt. (sighs) This is like that bit when, oh God, when Michael goes on the internet. Oh, it's not about hot yogurt, you idiot. All right, I'm going to do steaminghotyogurt.com. That's available. Oh, these are quite hot yogurt. It's cool, like, um, kind of Etsy style. Products like T-shirts that say "Life Happens" and. So you spell? Yeah. All the hot yog hurts. Spell it without the H. Spell it without the H. Yeah. Mm, It says your connection is not private, and I'm not. That's weird. Yeah, it's just done that to me. Oh, it's because it's forced in the HTTPS. Take that out. There you go. Not a secure website, but. This is great, mm. great podcast. Yeah, hot, I mean, this hot. could be one of our secret menu uh, episodes. It's, I mean, this is the worst website that's ever been made, though, isn't it? Hot it does look like com. it's made in the fifties. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna hot move yogurt on, I think. is our speciality: Iranian hot yogurt soup. That, yeah. that that picture there that you can see of hot yogurt. Yeah, that's if it. You, if if you were to um, crop that so that you only saw like the, the the food part of it. Yeah, it would look like a disease. It would. Yeah, I mean, I, I could imagine yeah. that being like yeah. a picture for hemorrhoids or something, boils. <laughs> or herpes, Ooh. creamy boils. Which, which ironically, <laughs> hot yogurt probably would cure. Um, <laughs> it's good for what else? Sweaty thumbsticks also it. says, which mythical creatures meat would you like most to eat? From any franchises, Game of Thrones is pretty much limited to dragons oh. and Peter Dinklage. <laughs> uh, great question. Mythical creature whose meat I think would most like unicorn, to Unicorn would be interesting, wouldn't it, to finally settle the debate? <laughs> that would be perfect, yeah. Um, I think it'd have to be dragon, wouldn't it? Why? Mm, would it? I don't think it would. It's a, so large and... Majestic, 
Chocobo. Oh wow! I reckon a, I reckon a Griffin burger. Griff, yeah, yeah. Like a chicken. Like I would imagine it'd be sort of quite chickeny, but sort of a bit more gamey. A bit more gamey. I imagine like the way you'd probably describe Chocobo as well, like chicken but gamey. That's yeah. I'm going for Chocobo. What's Chocobo? From Actually, yeah. It's like a weird Final chicken Fantasy. thing, big chicken thing. A large, yeah, large. <laughs> imagine a between an ostrich and a yellow duckling. Would you eat? A, would you eat a Pikachu? Yeah, I was oh. just about to say, I've just got out of uh, Detective Pikachu, and I'll I tell you what, I wouldn't mind having a Taurus would be nice, because you, that is a, just a cow. I'll tell you what I could imagine you chomping down on. A diglet. A diglet. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you've gone a bit sexual there. Yeah, correct. I'd rather have a Doug trio. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't get it. You three, don't. Three, it's three diglets. So, yeah, right. Dig, okay. Diglett's evolved form. Um, uh, Claire, about your ears. Uh, this is Maddie Madworld. This is the... the <laughs> uh, I'm either being catfished and this is someone who claims to sort of have some sort of crush on me or, or, or it's genuine. It, 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 probably the catfishing. Anyway, they've said Raw. R-A-W-R. It's the sexualised version of Raw, I, I believe. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a very... Um, yeah, I'm going to move on from that one. Uh, bong lungs. Bongers. Uh, uh, Jason. Uh, King Eats. <laughs> I know this episode is not about food, but the real question is what snacks are you popping open and munching when sat in front of the telly? And what drink do you enjoy with the experience? Quick question. Last night, I had I had a pint of water while I watched Game of Thrones because I didn't drink anything last night. And I had a little own brand um, mint uh, magnum style uh, ice cream Ooh. thing, um, yeah, that was last night. I will tend to. I'm a, I'm very much a, a, a beer and pretzels man for television snacking. Uh, crisps, I guess. If I, if if not that I do snack in front of the TV, but it would have to be something savoury like crisps. But this is pre-diet, obviously not not so much now. Um, and drink, yeah, whatever's around. To be honest, nothing particular. Hot squash or Hot yogurt, yeah, preferably. Yeah, M- mine's usually water and uh, yeah, quite. Uh, I would say chocolate is what I'm eating in front of the TV. I guess uh, I'd like to give a special shout out to, out to another couple of uh, Aldi products. Actually, the uh, Aldi chocolate, right? You got you got to keep a real eye out for this because the packaging is not very clear the text that says exactly what it is is very small so you want to look for quite an unassuming brown paper bag style packaging it's a thin bar of chocolate why were you stroking your microphone just then i was wiping the dust off Mm, that's that's a stroke that's definite it's like an asmr video all right, Nate. I was gently caressing my microphone so as not to cause interference. Okay, stroking. Um, two flavors. One was like a, a blonde chocolate with pecans and oh. sea salt. Oh. Yeah, and the other one was a white chocolate with uh, tiny fractions of espresso bean. Fractions and felatine. <laughs> The um, Italian Fuertin, the little tiny crispy wafer bits. Oh my god, that one was phenomenal. Remind me again why you're talking about Aldi. 
just because <laughs> I mentioned little lone magnums. No, that's what I, I chocolate because I eat chocolate in front of the TV. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. That's what okay. I was eating a few days ago. But yeah, I did. I did think you said yeah, that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Frankie Funko says. Try and all come up with a fast food restaurant that would be in the Thrones universe. Can't use a coffee shop as that is canon. Burger <laughs> King in the north. KFC King's Landing, fried chicken, etc. Good, good. Oh, five Gendry. Five Gendrys, five humans. <laughs> um, oh, that, I mean, that, I should have probably thought about this question. Um, oh yeah, I didn't. Even, I didn't see this one. Um, um, got, I got it. Got, no, this is not very good. But I'm going to say it anyway. Gourmet burger, Khaleesi. <laughs> Awful. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's terrible. Uh. Uh. Wagamas Sundays? No. Wagamas Sundays is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, kind of Targaryen. Is there any uh... old old Nando's? Because uh, there was a character called Old Nan. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, I mean, this has derailed the podcast now. Oh, yeah. Still little chicken fingers, though. So. <laughs> 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 that's, that's possibly the best thing you've ever done. <sighs> Cheers. Well done. Well done. Um. um um, nah. nah, it's gone, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> completely completely, uh, the completely derailed. Mil- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Cookie Mill UK says, what is the best comfort food to eat to get me through this awful season? Um, I've got an idea, Rich. Why don't you take your, negati- take your negativity, shove it up your backside and see if that takes your mind off this awful season. Enjoy your honeymoon, Rich. Remember, <laughs> uh, with 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 Chris, <laughs> yeah. uh, Leon Tricker. I'm about the same age as Stu. Early to mid forties. Because I forget every time. <laughs> and watching Game of Thrones reminds me of school trips to historic and medieval sites, medieval Lego sets, the TV show Nightmare, and playing Warhammer Fantasy Battles. Does Game of Thrones stir similar feelings of nostalgia in you chaps? Very much uh, so. Yeah. yeah. No? Uh, no. Did you not? Which of those things did you not do? All of it. You never None went on a school trip? Uh, not to somewhere that was Game of Thrones. Never either, had it? Castle Long Never the medieval Lego set, yeah. Not that I can remember. Never watched Nightmare? Oh, sorry, yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Never, I, I, yeah never played Warhammer? Yeah. Nope. You've never played Warhammer? No. Weird. Yeah, that is odd, isn't it? Yeah, I it used is. to I used to buy, um, was it White Dwarf? You used to buy thing? White Dwarf, but you used didn't buy... play I Warhammer. Buy White Dwarf. Yeah, (laughs) that's even worse. That's like someone who buys a skateboard to carry it around under their arm to make them look like a skateboard. Yeah, 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 so much worse. Oh, (laughs) oh, I don't play Warhammer. Oh, are we saying that um, virgins aren't allowed to look at pornography? Is that what we're now saying? Is it that you have to have some sort of experience with what you're you're reading and watching? Are you saying that you jerked off to (laughs) one? 
<laughs> I, I white dwarf, yes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. oh, brilliant. I can't go over that. Um, I'm sure I had a really good joke lined up there, but I can't remember what it was. I was just going to take the piss somehow. I don't know. Um, Leon Tricker, assuming the final two episodes don't reveal anything, are you disappointed like I am that the Night King had no greater purpose? Yes. And that we watched hours of Bran becoming the third-eyed raven, the free-eyed raven, only for him to act as the wiki of ice and fire. Exactly. Exactly. Sums it up. Yeah. That's one of the biggest... That said... That said, would you agree that all of the show problems are down to George R. R. Martin not finishing yeah. the books, and despite a couple of dodgy seasons, the series as a whole is one of the greatest in TV history? Yeah. Yeah, yep. I don't yep. think it's particularly tarnishing the rest no. of it. Yeah. What I what I didn't realise until today was actually that George R. R. Martin left as a producer after season five, so I didn't realise that the last three seasons he's not been involved in the TV show. Which makes sense why there's been certain quotes and comments made by him recently, or certainly that have come to light recently, where he's said things along the lines of, I wish that they would have stuck to my original ending, or something along those lines. So eventually suggesting that what we're seeing on TV is not what we will see in the books if that fucking bastard ever pulls his finger out and actually finishes at least one of the fucking books. He absolutely will not. I'm so it's, it's it's ridiculous. We're not really touched on the book side of things, and that's fair enough. It's ridiculous that the last book came out eight years ago. Yeah, yeah. the book the you, the book before that came out five years before that. It's been over a decade, and he's had one book out in that time. Yeah, fucking idiot. In the height of its popularity. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I don't want to be a millionaire. I don't want to have lots and lots of money and actually finish off the legacy of my life. Yeah, that's it. It's about finishing it off, isn't it? Good land. Yeah. Finally, last time I posted about my local lint store, and you wondered where it is. It's a Gunwolf Keys in Pompey. Only a small shop, but as I oh. mentioned, it has a pick and mix with every variety of Lindor and some other individually wrapped lint products. It's amazing. Yeah, I know it. Yeah, oh. I've forgotten I've forgot about that. I think I've been in there. Yeah, oh. I, just, I had forgotten about it. Sorry, apologies. Oh. Apologies, um... To Leon. who was that? Leon. Leon. Apologies, oh. Leon. That's so major Stuart. Um yeah. Uzi Char, big up bong lungs, two times, three times, four times, we getting smoky in the Draco. Oozers. <laughs> bong Bong Lungs is up next. Bong is the gang gang gang. Big up Uzi Char with dad drink. Double heart emoji, swords clashing emoji, pistol emoji. Correct. Um, and finally here, Luke C ninety nine. I absolutely fucking love how Bong Lungs just randomly drops in here at different times. <laughs> uh, this has got a couple of replies. First of which is from Bong Lungs. Bongers. Bongers. I think of some stuff to say, then have a smoke, and and then we move on to the second reply. This one's from Bong Lungs. Bongers. Bongers. After me smoke, I start thinking of loads of stuff to comment. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> And that is it. That's all we got on this. Uh, nice sock, Fucking mentalist. Nice sock, right. Lads, it's time to play a game. We pull the name of the character out of our hands. You tell us what to think about that. Who makes characters that we greet on? Or should we 
Damn wow. big game. Right. So the game is, as the music that you've just heard, called Egrita or Shaveria. We've taken the sweeter or savourier concept and we've made it Game of Thrones based. Uh, I'm going to tell you the name of a character, when and how they died. You have got to predict, the, will the next randomly drawn character have suffered a better or a shaverier death or an egrita death, a worse death? And this is completely and utterly nonsense. There is no definitive answer to any of these. It is all bants. But, I mean, get... I mean, it's, as, as we're recording, it is 20 past 10 on a Tuesday night. What better way to, uh, to prepare to finish a podcast than to talk about death? Right, the first character. Um, we're going to do this in the multiplayer way that we have, uh, that we have pioneered with Sweetman and Savoria. So if one of you, if you go opposites and go it wrong, the other one continues. The first character out of the heart is Ramsey Bolton, who died in Season 6, Episode 10. And of course, how did he die? Uh, hounds, dogs, devoured by no dogs. Michael devoured by his own hounds. Will the next character's death be Igrita, aka not as good, or Shaveria, aka better? Yes, I have. <laughs> I have assigned value to Igrita and Shay. Right. Uh, so Igrita is 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 Worse. a like a, uh, wor- a like a like a like a less interesting. Yeah, less interesting death. Oh, it, uh, ooh, ooh. I'm gonna go Igrita. Michael? Um, I think it's to greet you as well, but in the interest of having at least one of us go forward guaranteed, oh. I'm going to sacrifice for the sake of the game and say Grandsoner. So early in Grandsoner. the game. Grandsoner. Shaveria. Shaveria. Who's Grandson? <laughs> uh, it's, it's Master Emmon, who I would go so far as to say is probably the greatest death in the hat. In that he died of old age in his bed. Just old, oh, didn't he? Yeah, he just, yeah. Uh, that is about as egret as it gets. Um, yeah. So, Michael, unfortunately, you're out. Well, I sort of win because I was quite polite in letting Nate answer. Yeah, first, you were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Almost, almost, uh, almost paid him back for giving you that fighting for your point back in Quivia. Nathan, will the yes. next death be Igrita or Shaveria? Well, like you just said, it's it, his is the worst of all the deaths in many ways. So yeah. it's, it's got to be. It can only be. It can only be Shaveria. Okay, <laughs> which got, is a great word to say out loud. We've got Viserys Targaryen. Oh, what a great oh, death this was! Oh, Molten gold oh, poured over be. his head after he really annoyed Caldrogo. That is very yeah. much a Shaveria death. It was a great death. <laughs> Early. Uh, Early doors, it was one of the most violent, gruesome deaths that I think we've seen in a TV program. Yeah, it would take he died. Some... Didn't he die at an, an orgy wedding as well? Like even the setting of it was, yeah. you know, a bit mental. Yeah, it was, just, um, it was his sister's wedding, wasn't it? When his was, sister, it her, was, it, was it? Was it? Was it not when he when she married Cal Drogo? Yeah, it must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, we'll have to go to Greta. Okay, the next death is uh, Shireen Baratheon, sacrificed to the Lord of Light at her own father's slash Malisandre's command. It was a horrible death, um, and it was it was in, in terms of moving plot forwards on. It was it was what turned Davos into you know really shone the light on da- on Davos as far as how he where his loyalties lay. Yeah, I do think I, it's I do think it's Igrita. Oh, it's close though, isn't it? Because it, there was, 
I, I think I've got a tendency to like a death that is that's warranted. You know, so for example, Ramsey Bolton's death is is a very shavery death because we wanted it and we want it to be as gruesome as possible. Whereas with Shireen, yeah. no one wanted Shireen to die. It was horrible, but it wasn't. There was no satisfaction to it, and the satisfaction in some of them pushes them up a bit. All right, now I'm arguing against myself a little bit here because I, I personally think it might be shaverier because it was it was shocking. It came at the hands of somebody who loved her yeah. and ultimately was unnecessary because it was supposed to essentially get Stannis to, yeah. to, to you know, survive the winter and to win against Ramsay. Um, and, and, yeah, so... We need the casting I, I, vote Michael. Yeah, Michael, would you, would you go Igrita or Shaveria? Uh, I'd say Igrita. Right. Um, pouring of molten gold is a very symbolic, unique, and fantastic yeah. death. It also reminds me very much of the death of Wolverine, who had adamantium, molten adamantium poured over him in the comics several years ago. Um, and for that reason, it would always trump it. Right, there we trump, go, Nathan. Trump, You're wrong. Okay, so I... You're wrong in that you are right. Oh, uh, excellent. Okay. The next we'll death on. is uh, Stannis. Oh, oh wow. wait, wait. Wait, I haven't even given you a... I didn't give you an Agrita or Shavria off of Shireen. In that case, it's not Stannis then. Stannis yeah, we'll gets move the other on. way. Will it be unless you, put him, unless you throw him back in afterwards. It will um, be Agrita or Shavria. Oh, see, now we're, this is difficult. Um, I yeah. think her death is still on the Shavria side if we're, if we're sort of going left to right. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna gamble on Agrita. Agrita... And Shireen Baratheon. We've got Tom, Tom and Baratheon committed suicide, oh. jumping from the top of the Red Keep after his mother had murdered Marjorie. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. Bitch. It's definitely agreed to that. It was a naff death. Tom and just chucking himself oh, out the window. Loved, loved Marjorie. Did you yeah. really? Oh, I couldn't stand her. Oh, yeah, I liked her. Yeah, I bet you did. I, yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see that myself. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is absolutely Agrita. You're doing very well, Nathan. Will the next character's death be Agrita or Shaveria? Let's go Shaveria. Yeah, I think you'd be silly not to, wouldn't you? Okay, what we've got here is Lysa Aaron, manipulated by who then throw through the moon door by Littlefinger. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar to Tommen. Yeah. In that we it was a, a plunge to death. It was. Um, but I, I, I would, yeah. I think that must be that must be. It's, I think it's marginally shaverier because it's murder. Yeah, yeah. And she was, uh, she was annoying, wasn't she? Breastfeeding her adult child, like there was part. Of, there was a bit of you that was going, nice one, Baelish. Good top. Murdering. It was, it was, it was witnessed as well. Yeah. And little finger and uh, Sansa had this little, yeah. you know, secret. Yeah, it's got to be. Yeah, that's definitely shaverier. Oh, um, just. Would just like to say though, I know we've moved on slightly from it, but Tommen's death is one of my favourites actually. Really? It's very, very well shot, symbolic, mm-hmm. meant a lot, and sort of heartbreaking as well. Fairly yeah. shocking. Yeah, Tommen shocking was one as well. Of the few yeah, just really good characters, wasn't he? There was no edge to Tommen. Poor little Tommen. Yeah. Almost to his fault as a character, yeah. like it was a bit, bit boring. Oh, he was wet, almost. wasn't he? He was absolutely wet. But... Yeah. Yeah. Well, the next uh, character's death be uh, Igrita or Shaverier than Lysa. I'm going to go. I'm going to go Shaverier again. We've got Ned Stark. 
Oh yeah, I mean beheading. That's yeah. a pretty fucking and brutal also, way to go. Also, the 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 fact that it set the stall out for yeah. what to expect yeah. in Game of Thrones. Like, by the way, yeah. we've killed Ned. Um, I would go so far as to say that arguably it's one of the most important deaths in Game of Thrones because it we had no we had no idea what we were watching until it happened really. Yeah. And then yeah. after that, you're like, oh, all bets are off. So uh, yeah, very much a shaverier. Well, I'd, I'd I'd be silly not to go agree to then, wouldn't I? Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. We've got Tywin shot by his oh. own son whilst sitting on the toilet. Yeah, I mean, absolutely shavery death. It was a brilliant death. Um, Crossbowed on the crapper. A great, great death, and of course committed by Tyrion as well. Uh, yeah, it was Tyrion's. Uh, stepping out from the Lannister shadow, going out on his own, the start of his journey to to oh, where wow. he's where he's got to now. I would go so far as to say that that is a very very shavery death. Is it? But not is it shaverier than Ned's though? Um, no, I, so. I think it's close, but I would say not. No, I think for all the reasons you said about Ned, you know, it was a big, yeah. it was a big death. Yeah, yeah. It was important to the storyline much more so than T- Tywin's. Yeah. Um, and I mean, can it be that shavery if he's sat on the shitter? I mean, <laughs> so yeah, I, I would say it's ever so slightly yeah. greater. You going through? Yeah. Will the next death be greater I'm, or shaverier? I'm, I'm, I'm going to go mental. I'm going to risk it with a shaverier. Wow. I have in my hand a death from season... This has to be like Joffrey or something. Season 5, episode 10. Joffrey? No, the last three words on this slip of paper are for the watch. Whose death are we talking about? (gasps) Oh, Johnny Snow. Johnny Snow stabbing to death by his own men. That's got to be Shavria. Have I pulled that one out of the bag? Yeah. Do you reckon? 100%. 100%. He got stabbed a, a million times by his fucking chums. And then he came back to life. It's not talk, It's not reincarnation or reincarnation. But yeah, but it, led, but it led to him being a zombie of sorts. For the watch. For the watch. For the he watch. died a good man. Like his... Yeah, for the watch took on a whole new meaning. Hmm. Uh, I... I, I uh, yeah, Tywin died... Sorry, the... Tywin died, sat on a toilet with yeah. a couple of crossbows in his in his tummy. John, John, John Snow got stabbed by men he trusted. Shocking. Right. It was... I'll allow it. I will allow it for the benefit of the game. Will the next death... Igrita. Igrita. Wow. Yeah. It is season four, episode ten. Oh, that is Geoffrey. Strangled to death oh. by Tyrion. After he Shay. found her in Tywin's bed, it's Shay. I think it is a greater is than Jon Snow, but it was a horrible thing that it was the whole the breakdown of the Shay and Tyrion thing was one of the most heartbreaking things in yeah. in Game of Thrones because we all we all thought that Shay and Tyrion was the real deal, didn't we? And then she absolutely yeah. and there was no sign of it. She just sold him out. Um Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, it's a greeter. Shay is a greeter. Well, the next... I'll go Shaveria. That that is Joffrey now. Shaveria. We have got 
Season 1, Episode 10. Wait. That is Joffrey now. <laughs> it's not Joffrey. Season 1, Episode 10. Yeah, I can't think who's it. Go. Succumbed to an infection from a wound sustained fighting one of his own men. Danny then used blood magic, which turned him into basically a zombie, and she smothered him. Yeah, to put him out of his misery. Drogo smothering by Danny. What did you go? Did you go shaverier than Shay? Yeah, I think I did. And I think this is a greeter. Oh, it's much much a greeter. Yeah, it's very much I, a greater than than uh, than Shay's death. I thought I said Shavery. I thought mm. you did. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm going to happily say that I went Shavery, and that's the end of my run. You did incredibly um, well. So I'll just I'll, yeah, let, let, that, me just, let me see. Nearly clean sweet, wasn't it? I mean, he's, huh? he, I I think I put seventeen names in that. Let's see if you can tell me who these people were. Season season four, episode two, choked on poison at his own wedding. Joffrey. 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 Joffers. Uh, Joffers. Uh, season 6, episode 5. Description is three words only. Middle word is the. First Call word is watch. hold. Third hold, word is hold, hold door. Hold door, hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Yeah, shavery, death, that, weren't it? Very shavery. Uh, yeah. This is a belter. Season 5, episode 10. Killed by Arya, basically for being a paedophile. Um. She stabbed, oh, fuck, can't cut, think of his name. Samarin Trant cut out his eyes, That's stabbed it. him multiple times and slit his throat. Oh, he That's was a nasty piece of work. That would be yeah. quite near the end of Shavery. Oh, I very think. Shavery. Um, season 3, episode 9, Red Wedding. Cat- I went Red Wedding. Cat- I went for Catelyn Stark at the Red Wedding because she was the last one. Um, throat cut. Oh, um, then we yeah, got- I mean, uh, should have gone, gone for Talisa or whatever her name is. Lisa um, from Endubs. Yeah. This is probably one of my shaveries. She got stabbed in the mouth. This was season four, episode ten. Skull crushed by the bare hands of the mountain. Oberyn Martell. Oberyn Martell. Was that episode ten? Season four, episode ten. Fucking no, I didn't realise that was the last episode. That, oh, yeah, that was brutal. That yeah, is... and he was such a great character. Yeah. Oberyn was great. Uh, and then we yeah. had Stannis that I pulled out accidentally, beheaded by Brienne. In revenge for Brilliant. the killing of Renly. Uh, that was the Game of Deaths, a.k.a. Igrita or Shavery. Thank you very much for playing, boys. Nathan Peterson Amazing. is our triumphant winner. Michael Jameson, once yeah. again, is a loser. You're listening You're to Frock Unwrapped, the Food Review UK podcast. Review it on iTunes. If you dare. And with that... We uh, we drawn into our first ever secret menu podcast. Um, whether or not we we continue with secret menu podcasts at, at some point in the future, I suppose is is up to you guys, the listeners. If you've enjoyed mm. it, if you've enjoyed it, let us know. Um, suggestions as well. Obviously, we're only going to do secret me- secret menu podcasts for things that we are passionate about. Um, we're not going to do a podcast about steps, for example. Um, well, me, um, me and Michael will. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, so, It'd be a tragedy if we didn't. Oh, hey. amazing! Um, but yeah, if we you've enjoyed could, this, we could do more than one. Actually, we could do three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Oh. <laughs> Great. Any more steps, jokes, or? I'd do it till fucking winter's come. Yeah, that was a um, Game of Thrones one. I mean, no, I, no, hang on. I thought on. of one. I thought of one, but I can't remember it anymore. Still, better best forgotten, isn't it? 
<laughs> I'd do it when winter has come. I'd be out here in the cold, numb, to the feelings gone. <laughs> I've never go ever on. felt like the cool one on this podcast until this moment. <laughs> Oh. Thanks, for, thanks for that, guys. Uh, right, yeah. So, hope, hope, songs. hope you've enjoyed listening to this. We've um, we've enjoyed doing it. Um, guys, we'll be back in two weeks' time with Christopher the Clam Clements to talk about crisps, I believe. Yeah, but uh, sadly, without without me, so without someone, the torment of our show, so someone else can win Quivia. Probably Chris the Clam Clements. Hopefully, if yeah. I've got anything to do with it. Yeah. Well, you're better, best forgotten. I, oh, same, same. So, <laughs> did you do that one? Bloody I'm looking. I'm looking a list of 16 step songs, and I chose the one that had already been amazing. Uh, well, th- that's embarrassing for me. It's <laughs> one for sorrow. Great. See you later, everyone. Bye. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank that's you very much for listening, guys. Goodbye. <laughs>
Well, most of it is just a normal guy doing genuine bit. Should we keep in the bit where he slags off the guy from stairs? <laughs> oh, no, what? No, leave that bit in. <laughs> you, right. you slag off a member of steps and you label a prat, and that's the game. And that's the game. Right, lads, I'm going to go because it's uh, 22 11. Yeah, fair. It is. Yeah. I'm going to go. We've still managed well. to do, despite it's going out to be a short one and everything, we've still managed to do two hours and five minutes of recording. Because <laughs> we're such good friends. Correct. Yeah. That's all it is. We just want to spend more time with each other. And with that, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. Goodbye. Uh,